just sat there and I thought, right, when I get back, I am going to find out what there must be a charity for bereaved British Forces children. Uh, someone must be doing this and I'm, I'm going to get the right support. And if there isn't, then I'm going to look at it myself. We are lost. Hello and welcome to the Alleycast. I hope you enjoyed the uh, first couple of episodes of this season that went out. Really, really enjoyed making those. Uh, I've got um, several episodes sort of lined up because I'm really get some guests that I'm at again. You know, I always say this, but I am really, really excited about getting them on. We're going to be um, doing a few more RV episodes, so we'll intersperse those in. Um, also, uh, I'm going to be doing an episode on the um, Sabre 23, so the Weekend 9. Uh, we'll be having a chat with uh, one of the guys who organises that. Yeah, and also uh, a couple of guys from within the GT community, as well as many, many others. But today's podcast um, was a pleasure to record, as they all are. But, but this in particular, I um, interviewed uh, Nikki from um, <clears throat> Scotty's Little Soldiers. Uh, and Nikki is one of those people who just lights up a room um, or lights up any conversation as soon as you speak to her. She's a really um, inspirational woman, and um, yet yeah, she formed Scotty's Little Soldiers out of very, very tragic circumstances, uh, which we will, yeah, we'll all sort of uh, touch on within the podcast. But now it is an amazing charity that looks after the children of bereaved forces families. So. I'm not going to waffle on anymore. Uh, I'm just going to go straight over to my chat with Nikki, um, and you can learn a little bit more about Scotty's Little Soldiers. Also, following this podcast, if you go to the show notes, um, you will see links on there um, for other interviews that um, uh, Nikki has done on YouTube, uh, and also how you can support uh, Scotty's Little Soldiers. We'll also talk about their Scotty's Challenge for this year, which is going to be the uh, march out in the Chilterns. Um, which has got various different distances and um, I was persuaded to sign up so I'm on for the 50k um, so yeah if you go to Scotty's Little Soldiers and look for the uh, Scotty's Challenge uh, Scotty's March I think it's called um, in the Chilterns in September this year um, you can get yourself on that so let's go straight over to my chat with Nikki <laughs> No, it's fine. It's okay. I mean, it's oh, okay. Okay. I'm only doing it on audio anyway, so um, oh, okay, so I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm, so I'm recording on audio and I'm recording on here because I've I've had a situation in the past where <laughs> you record and then suddenly you check the SD card and you're like, there's nothing here. Oh, no, <laughs> only once though. I've learnt my lesson, so I, I sort of double off now. <laughs> How you doing, Nikki? You That's good. Cool. I'm good. Yes, thank you. Oh, th- look, yes, thanks. All good. Thanks for giving up your time. Um, nice. really, really appreciate you you doing that. So I know it's been a bit sort of. I've made contact with Sarah a couple of times over the, over the past few months, but uh, yeah, so we took a bit of a break from the podcast last year with with life taking over. Um, but but yeah, we're, we're back now. So we uh, sure. the, the the first episode of the new season goes out, which will be tomorrow. Yours will go out a week later, and then there should okay. be episodes out each week. Then, but I'll, I'll let you know when it goes out anyway. So cool. I thought I thought it'd work. I know, I noticed straight away. I was like, oh, I think he's got a top on. Of course he has. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so. Um, <clears throat> Right, so I mean, I became aware of Scotty's Little Soldiers through. Um, I'm a member of a group called Gone Tabbing, so it's a group. It started off as a group of ex-military guys who went out tabbing in the hills, 
Uh-huh. And now it's, you know, I think when I joined that, there was about sort of 200 of us and there's about 2,000 on the Facebook page now, wow, so okay. cities and, and, and everything. So there's a few guys on there who were raising money for Scotty's Little Soldier. I was like, wow, what's this? Um, so I started my own sort of fundraising challenges this year, which I'm, I'm just yeah, going I've along seen. in. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So so I thought it'd be great to get you on to sort of raise a little bit of awareness because you are mm-hmm. a very very different sort of military charity, and I think it's quite hard to raise funds for military charities. But but because of the focus that that yours has, um, yeah, I think it's, it's the only one that, that that I've seen that does that sort of thing. So yeah. So so obviously this started from sort of very tragic circumstances. So do you want to give us a little bit of a background of of how it all began and 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 yeah, and we'll just take it from there. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm 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 quite open and honest because I know that when I speak about what's happened in my personal life, um, it it potentially can help other people mm. and can help the charity to grow. So um, yeah, ask ask me anything and I'll say no if I if I'm like no nope, too deep. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm quite open and honest. Um, so yeah. So basically, um, my husband Lee was a, a corporal in the second world tank regiment um loved his job loved you know, loved everything about serving yeah very proud um and we loved the lifestyle as well you know that whole community and that vibe of yeah had some real good mates some real good times um and then lee went off to do um his tour of afghanistan uh, he went on the 2nd of june 2009 and was killed on the 10th of um july 2009 so um i kind of I mean, I can go back to that time and, you know, obviously you never ever, as a, I think I was quite a naive army wife, you know, never yeah, really yeah. think that's not going to happen to Lee. Like, and I, I know <clears> even when he's spoke to me before tour, I was like, oh, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it because it's not going to happen to us. And even when they were out there, I sort of shielded myself from knowing stuff and just kept with my mates and kept positive. Um, and then, yeah, I know, I think it was a week before Lee was killed, I... I heard that I got a phone call from welfare to say that one of the guys in the troop had been killed, Josh Hammond. Yeah. And that, I think, was when I suddenly was like, <coughs> oh, crap, this, yeah, is, this is real. They are, yeah, they are really out there. And then I think, uh, you know, that your brain kicks in, you're like, but actually, he's had his close call. It's mm. not going to happen. Like, thank God, you know, I um, feel so sad for Josh and his family, yeah, but yeah. thank God it weren't Lee like that. Yeah, yeah. And then... Yeah. Um, yeah, and then so to get that knock on the door, which is your, that what everyone says, isn't it? That knock mm. on the door, it's like you just never think it's going to happen. So, and it took it took a long, long time, like a, a long time for that to actually sink in, and me to really, yeah. you know, even you know, all these years later, I still have those days where I sort of wake up from a dream and think, is this a big cover up? Is he? Because I didn't see his body, you know, mm. so is he actually still out there? You still have all those like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, that little bit of hope, I think, but. No, it's, I think once I started to see the effects it had on Kai and Brooke, our young children, yeah. that I, I sort of thought I need to um, do something here. Because, you know, basic Kai was five at the time, Brooke was seven months old. So I sort of thought, well, Brooke's, you know, she's going to be all right because she won't remember and, you know, she's not going to know what's going on at the minute. Mm. So I've since learnt so much more that that yeah. is not the case. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Um, my focus back then was Kai, 100%. Just how am I going to tell him? What? How's he going to be? You know, they were best buddies, and um, Kai's got learning difficulties as well. So I knew it was going to be really tough, and that I was going to have to be quite straight. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, so, and then I, I think just seeing Kai kind of like myself fall apart, go in those dark times, not really be living, you know, just existing. Yep. 
Um, we then went on holiday. Oh, it's the worst. I did not want to go on this holiday. My cousin was like, come on, come on. You need to come. You need a break. You yeah, need yeah. to come away. And um, I was just like, the guilt of going on holiday, what would people think? And, and all that kind of, And also just the thought of being a single parent at the airport on a holiday with two young kids. Just all that. I just was like, I do not want to go. And now I look back and think, thank goodness she made me do that. And thank goodness we went because I actually relaxed. I was away from the house, you know, because I was still, this was nine months later, but I was still living in the army accommodation. So still okay. very much on the garrison in Tidworth. Um, and I just, yeah, relaxed. I saw Kai in the swimming pool and I, it sounds so corny. Every time I say it, I think, oh, this is corny, but it's so true. It just, he just was with his cousins laughing and splashing and playing. And I literally had this wake up call. I was like, oh my God, I've not, you know, Lee would be going mental at me right now. I have not mm. seen him laugh like that in so long. Yeah. 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 I knew that I needed to, this was not good and something needed to change. I mean, um, there's an awful lot going on for forces families at that time, though, isn't it? Because, you know, you, you, everything sort of revolves around the forces. Like you say, your housing um, at, yeah. at Tidworth and what have you. And so you were still there nine months later. But I, I, yeah. I've, I've heard instances where, where people have been turfed out sooner. <laughs> a yeah. lot sooner. Oh, than that. yeah. Um, I, I know. Yeah, I, I have as well. And I think yeah. you, you now there's not quite as much pressure. But instantly, um, things change, you know, like. Uh, just due to how it is like Lee's wage stopped automatically and I was like okay so yeah your house is now going to be you're going to be billed different for yeah. your house because it's not like and I was just like just don't take away my home when I'm when yeah. this has just happened like you know it's yeah it's very scary really scary situation like as well as trying to come to terms with what's just happened you're suddenly like on your own massively yeah 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 so, so obviously during that nine months it was quite difficult and this this holiday you went on you you, you saw your son obviously come a little bit out of himself that he hadn't, hadn't been for a while was yeah. that the seeds of scotty's little soldiers then was it or was that did, did you think i i want to make something bigger than bigger than us here <laughs> no, not? I didn't know what I was getting myself <laughs> in for. Um, no, so I kind of had, it was interesting, like ever since I was told, I think I had this thing in my head about what about the children, what about the children, because it felt all that, that, that was my main concern, you know, like how is this going to affect Kai and Brooke, you know, and what, Kai, you know, massively right there and then. And I just remember having little thoughts. Now I look back, I didn't really realise it at the time, but I look back and I think, I think I did, was picking stuff up all the time because mm. I was just like, you know, I'd heard about, you know, I'd been given a letter from, from my VO about Army Widows Association and I'd received a purple pack with all this different information mm. in it that I didn't even look in, to be fair, for a couple of years. Mm. Um, but I'd been given, all, I was just being flooded with information and things I had to sort out and on top of repatriation, funeral and all the rest of it. But there was a lot like the house, like what was going to happen. And and I just remember thinking, I've, there's been nothing about the children, like what what support do they get and you know and I went and found um some play therapy for Kai um but it it just didn't feel you know when I, I wrote to a couple of bereavement uh, childhood bereavement charities as well or contacted them um but again it just felt very this felt really different because this was military it was you know killed in action it just didn't feel quite right as as other types of death sometimes not mm. not saying there's a wrong way or you know yeah, worse yeah, way but it yeah. just was very different the way it happened um, so I think I was thinking all the time about that and then the holiday was 100% I came back I just sat there and I thought right when I get back I am going to find out 
what there must be a charity for bereaved British mm. Forces children. Uh, someone must be doing this, and I'm I'm going to get the right support. And if there isn't, then I'm going to look at it myself. And I and I just thought that, and I, you know, all those questions, I started to think how many uh, I would have got my notepad and pen out if it had been me now. But I'm obviously glad I didn't back then. But I did start to think how many children have gone through it. You know, maybe no one needs it. You know, would people want this? Mm. Yeah, loads of things just started going through my head. And when I got back, I said to my friends and family, I've had this idea. Like, and if it's not here, then I want to set it up and they were like yeah yeah cool nick with you all the way <laughs> <laughs> no one knew what it was going to become this <laughs> so so i mean you know it, it seems it seems to have come leaps and bounds over, over the past few years scottish little soldiers from from this sort of small charity so <laughs> obviously you had you had this idea for for it to go forward to help help children you probably you know did did you sort of underestimate the amount of children that were affected here or or did you sort of think that there was the you knew that there was lots of children had been affected because we're not just talking about deaths in in conflict here are we no so i wanted to make sure and actually it was my vo that said to me guy if you do do saint nick really think about um all types of death because he had a friend a good friend of his that you know done several tours come back off a tour and had a like a week later had a motorbike accident mm. and the support for his children was so <sighs> different to the support that children who have a parent killed in action was so he just said to me bear that in mind and i think that's always yeah. stuck with me that you know and we are at scotties we're so you know if your parent has served the for our country then we we feel like we owe it to them to look after their children so um yeah 100 percent. that i i didn't really know and if i'm honest i didn't go and do loads and loads of research i looked at other charities but i didn't do all the i just um knew there wasn't really anything out there not not the vision that i had um yeah and just did it and now obviously learning all the time every day you know and um i didn't realize the need of these children i'd probably say that i you know very when we first started it was very much let's raise enough money to have a holiday home so the families can um have that break that i had you know because yeah. i was also driving because i was still in tidworth my family was in norfolk so i was doing that four hour drive home wow. and there were days where i was just like just had a, almost like a panic and be like right that's it i'm going to my mum's like pack up and go and i'd get there and i'd forget loads of stuff and um so i wanted to make sure there was a place for them to go that was had everything they needed when they walked through that door um but then as families started to come forward and I got to know other bereaved military families, I realised there's a lot more that these children, young people could, should really be receiving. So that's slowly why we've built up our programmes and looked mm. at the needs of a bereaved child and tried to fit and cater. Yeah. And we're like, we're so, I love the team here at Scotties and just so passionate about, it's not, um, every <clears throat> child is different. Every child will go through different things. But the different thing about Scotties is, um, we're like a membership so they they join and we're with that child then till they're 25 so they could join you know we've got a few months old recently yeah, yeah. hopefully for 25 years if we can build this charity right it will still be here when that child's 25 and and it's not about keeping them in their grief or keeping them in their bereavement it's about that community that you lose when you're in the military yeah, yeah, we get yeah. that back and they know that there's a safety net there you know if I'm hitting those tough times I can dip in and out of Scotties when I need to and uh, that's yeah that's the really really key things for us now yeah i think it's, it's massive isn't it because you know uh, you know it's sad when any any sort of child loses a parent but with the military community like you say you were traveling four hours to norfolk you're taken away from your whole life to, to something else and 
yeah, I, I just kind of imagine, you know, I think in, in the past yeah. year I've, I've sort of moved house and I've moved to another area and all that and I've found that stressful and I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> yeah. I'm a big, ugly, grown adult, you know, so, yeah. Um, yeah. but, but what, what sort of help are you, are you offering to children through your programmes? Yeah, so we have um, four programmes at Scotty's, we call them Support Strides, uh, Springboard, oh, I've lost my flow, Smile, Support, Strides and Springboard, that's never happened before. Mm. <laughs> um, and basically within it, so Smile's programme is all the fun stuff, but that builds the trust and the engagement, and that's what we find is so amazing with the family. So those breaks that we offer, um, still, you know, got now got seven holiday homes, but we also, because there's so many families, we book external breaks as mm. well. Um, so offering those guys that really need that break that chance to get away that's all in the smiles program we also hold like a christmas event where we get them together they can meet other people that's that's an amazing event um and then we send gifts and vouchers at those really tough times of the day so tough times of the year so like uh, anniversary of their parents death it's just discreet just Mm, to let them know we're thinking about them that's that program builds that trust and that that community so that then it's not not so scary to pick up the phone and ask for support when they need it and that's um you know because that's the hardest thing isn't it actually reaching out and saying i think we need a bit of help um so that comes quite naturally now and we've got um charlie who supports our parents and carers it it supports them to support their children i should say so it does a lot of signposting for if the parent needs bereavement support but also can offer workshops online events to help the parents um, and then we've got Mark, our child and young person support worker, who works directly now um, online because our members are all over the place, even in Australia, America, Germany, Cyprus. So um, he does one-to-one bereavement service online, which is incredible. So with the children themselves. Um, and then the Strides program is making sure that they're not disadvantaged by their bereavement um, within their education and their development. So it's offering small grants um, for things like ex- extra tuition or um driving lessons or mm. um i don't know swimming lessons so all different things but also looking at the education side and this is a big focus for the next three years actually at scott is is um a bereaved child in school um or education can be it can be quite tough you know especially when you're take for example primary school i'm probably going off a bit here no, but that's that's where my passion is now like <laughs> uh you have children at primary school and we hear at scotties all the time about then they they're kind of in that primary school everyone knows their story they've got one teacher who understands and then they have to move to a senior school mm. and it's then they've got 10 teachers who don't know uh they have to retell their story retalk about it if they want to um and then there'll be you know we hear so many different situations where a child sat in the middle of assembly about remembrance and the you know they can't escape so they're sat there throughout that because they don't want to cause a scene or yeah, yeah. they do their english exam and they open it up and it's a war poem that triggers something or mm. um so trying to help with different resources they can use in schools and help with schools as well that's a big focus for us and then the spring ball program is for our young adults so 18 to 25 year olds so and this is just developing at scotty's we've had it a while but we're sort of redeveloping it and um it is basically about when you when you become an adult lots of things change your family situations change i'll never forget a lad he said to me oh i'm going off to uni and and because originally scottish used to stop at 19 so Mm. um he said to me oh i'm going off to uni i feel really weird because i'm this is the first time i'm leaving my mum and my sister and i feel like i've been the man of the house and i've not really spoken about my dad because i've just took on that role and and he said now i'm gonna have to move out and check it's all changed and actually we realize that there's probably some key times there when they need a bit of extra support as well which is 
the feedback's been amazing from those guys. So yeah, want to look at that as well. Brilliant. Do you get much support from the military at all? Or? Um, it varies really. You got guys like yourself, you yeah. know, veterans, um, serving personnel that want to fundraise and get behind us. Um, different certain regiments are really good. It's just it's all the time still trying to um, get our word out there tell people about us um lee's regiment are always amazing which obviously yeah. there's a real connection there um but yeah and also like we we speak to uh, navy all the all the services um with their visiting officers and stuff so do training with those guys so it's um the ref at the minute have been fantastic with their referrals cool. Cool. through their vo so yeah it's it's um it's kind of that thing where when it started it was like a Oh, here's a little widow doing her thing. You know, that's how yeah, it felt yeah, no, when I used I, to go I, I in. Totally it, yeah. And now the MOD is starting to invite us in for things, and it's like, fine, yes. Like, <laughs> so it's just you have to just keep going. If you believe in something, you have to keep going and keep, you know, set the example of like. We've always been, you know, I, I laugh, but we we always say, well, they've not seemed keen, so we're going to go away and do it ourselves, and then they'll want to fund it in a year's time because yeah, we'll yeah. show them this is what it's about. So yeah. Well, like I said at the beginning, I think it's a very sort of unique, unique, chari- unique charity in in the military world. And, you know, when I left the forces back in the end of well, two thousand and one, I think I left. So everybody seems like yesterday it was a long time ago now. But I think the only sort of charity, Help for Heroes, was just starting to come online then. But it was really mm-hmm. the sort of Royal British Legion, and that that was about it. But you know, and like I say, fundraising for military charities, I've I've tried in the past to fundraise and it's so hard to get out I'm lucky now where I work there's a lot of military veterans where I work and you know I, I do a lot of work with them there um, but people people usually only sort of take notice of military charities when there's a high profile conflict going on and mm-hmm. and you know since the end of World War Two, we've been involved in conflict somewhere every every year <laughs> so, yeah, but, but people, true, yeah. people just don't realise realise what's going on there yeah. and, and I think with Scottish Little Soldiers that I when did I, I, the first I think it was, was the beginning of last year. I did the Stafford 10k here, and I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna tab the Stafford 10k, and I bought the Scotty's t-shirt um, <laughs> and I went out and I got to the start line with the rucksack on, and I was so surprised. Um, within 10 minutes of being there, about four people came up to me and told me how much they loved Scotty's Little Soldiers and uh, they knew about the charity, and I was like, you know, you don't. I I thought this was you know. A, a really well kept secret <laughs> at one point, um, but yeah, you you know you've really done well in getting the getting the the word out there about Scotty's little soldiers and doing that. Have you got sort of some sort of examples of sort of real sorts of successes that you've had with with, with children? Oh, I feel like actually um, they come every day. <laughs> if I'm being Brilliant. honest, oh, that's good. Um, and they might not be the biggest, fit, you know. Um, just I'm just thinking of like Mark when he shares. Um, some stuff with us that he's been doing with one-to-one and even just a child then talking about their parent or um telling someone about their parent or something and when they've not spoken about them for 15 years or something like that you know that uh, it's just a massive breakthrough there's like i there's one that always i think because i was involved but always comes into mind when um we were at a christmas event and it's obviously a hundred and 20 children or something Mm. come together it's quite overwhelming and i always remember this little lad um who um had had a pretty tough you know they've all had a pretty tough time but it's a very high profile um death and just absolutely went into himself and couldn't face you know his anxiety here he was he was sick he couldn't face going in and by the end of working with our team 
you would never have known that it was the same little boy. You know, at the end of the party, he's, you know, throwing snowballs around, he's laughing, he's joking, he's made like 10 friends. And you just think, wow, that, like, it literally was so hard to get him into that room to start with. But the team, just that trust all the time, it's that trust of Scott is, I think. Um, So, um, yeah, there's so many different, but when you, when you get, especially the older ones as well, when they come back Mm. and they fundraise or they volunteer or they get in touch and say, oh, just to let you know, I've just got married and I wanted to share the news and you're like, and you guys have helped me so much. And you think, well, we've never like actually thinking about it. Like you haven't really been involved loads in Scottish, you know, and and they're like, yeah, "Yeah, but you don't realize just, just that card or that voucher at that tough moment in my life, you were always there every year. You never forgot. And you, you don't realize how powerful that is. Um, yeah, so just yeah, and and remembrance as well. That's a the um, that for me is a big. We we were trying to get on children, young people on the national parade, you know, in London at Whitehall for so long to make sure that their voices are heard and they're seen and they're not forgotten and they mm. have the right to talk and you know remember their parent and and now to see that relationship with the British Legion has grown and yep. developed and you know we're now there and we start in Horse Guards Parade because that was a bit of a challenge because we weren't where we felt we should be yeah, yeah. um and yeah so that <clears throat> has been a, a big but uh, yeah every day there's success there's so much more to do yeah. it's really hard sometimes because i'm just like ah uh, i don't look back because i just know we've still got to do this we've still got to do this <laughs> I, I was just going to mention remembrance actually because i think to, to watch it um last last november and, and see all the, the the scarves there and all the children it was it was amazing to see that uh You've done a really good job. So, as we go into the team, you you know when you started off, was it was it just you, or was it you and a couple of other parents, or or? Um, it was me and family and friends. Okay. Um, my brother, my brother Stuart is now the CEO. Hates he hates titles, um, and I think that work it works really well. Where it kind of got to the point where um, he's always been involved, so he was a trustee to start with. He's very much the brains of the family. I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> And I think he also experienced, you know, watching his brother-in-law and or mm. his brother-in-law being die, and then watched his nep- nephew and niece um, struggle. So I think he's had the passion as well. But he's he's got a marketing background, and I think when he has been on, and then when he, I got to that point where I was like, you know what, I can't, I can either keep this a nice charity, you know, this is a night I'm helping some families, we're doing some nice relationship stuff you know building that community or if i want to take this where i really think this needs to go the re- you know we need to do the real hard impact stuff that could really change children's lives i need some help because i can't mm. do it yeah. i don't have the skills to do it and i think um stuart coming on board there was the was a key for scotties because it means he's got the drive the vision but he shares the same goal as me and that that really works and then yeah as it, as it grew you you then start to think actually you know, it was a long time. I mean, no one took a wage for the first two and a half, three years, I think it was. And then and then you start to think, I can't, we can't keep doing this. Like, we need <laughs> yeah. people with different skill sets and yeah. stuff to be doing it. And, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's hard sometimes to be like, please, yeah, I mean, please, you, you, be good at your job because it, I'm trusting yeah. you with, like, <laughs> and we offer that personal, you know, it's all about that personal touch. You know, we had someone today sent in a, an email to Mark, our children, young person, support worker, of, of their dad's grave, and and they'd said that thanks, being able to talk to you has meant that I went today and I left flowers. And mm. they, I thought, wow, that person was at that grave. Like we'd given them strength and the encouragement to go and do that. You know, and I'm talking a 24 year old, and yeah. they went and done that. But then they thought, I'm going to take a photo and send that to Scotty's. Mm. 
Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I feel yeah. like that's that's the real <clears throat> where you think, okay, we're do, we're doing something right here because we are obviously helping and they're appreciating the support. So yeah. Yeah, what I think you do really well as well, and there are a few charities that actually do this, is although you know the charity's born out of tragic circumstances and nobody would be involved in it if it wasn't because of that, it seems like a fun charity. It seems like it's, you know, I think if you look in the charity sphere, I think the only charity that probably competes with it will be like the Teenage Cancer Trust, which I've been involved with in the past, which is also really, really, you know, it's... it's it's heartbreaking some of the stories there, but it's a really, really yeah. fun charity. How do you yeah. how do you maintain that sort of positive outlook and that fun within the charity, knowing what's gone on in the background with these kids? Yeah, it's an interesting. I think it's all about culture, and we've been doing loads of stuff about this at the minute, actually. But I think, um, I think myself and obviously Stuart have had that tragedy, have had that heartbreaking thing. But you want to make a difference, and you and knowing it's in Lee's memory. Um, it always spurs you on to actually know, like and when you when you have because it's not always fun and it no. is tough and you come out of you know you see the guys coming out of their one-to-ones and it it's hard you know and they're doing that a lot like mm. and and i think with um i think it's about the team and the the culture of the team and living your values and i honest i honestly do believe in that because we've got four values at scott is and it's um families come first uh, remember every day everyone a supporter every supporter of VIP and love what you do and we literally um, have stuff up on the walls and we try and do things just do things the Scotty way and and it's there's no um, hierarchy at Scotty's either so it's yeah. quite an interesting way but there's no no line managers you this is your role this is what you're accountable for doing it mm. and the team can pick you up if you're not and and I really like it's hard it's tough and it's sometimes it's hard to work like that but mm. actually if you've got the drive and you've you live the culture you can't go far wrong because you you just follow the culture and you know you're going to be all right and I don't know I, I feel like I've gone round and round in circles no, on that question no no but there is something about because you know at the end of the day you are making a difference and you get and there is some you know there is some amazing stories that come back and I think as well the team it doesn't matter whether you work you know in accounts mm. and you feel really far from the children young people you've never seen one in your yeah. life they still feel part of the journey and what their role is doing Brilliant. is helping towards yeah. the children and young people and I think that's really important as well that, that everyone is on the journey with us how what ways have you got for supporters to get involved in 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 your charity obviously there's the general sort of fundraising they're doing the walks what you know and, and running things like that I mean you know could you explain like your overwatch scheme and things like yeah. that yeah yeah so this is a um so yeah like you said, we can't do it without people getting involved and yeah. and we try and make sure that we always add in value as well as asking yeah. so um, always trying to show with video content and stuff of the work we do so hopefully people would just be like I want to help I want to help you don't have to sell it to me like I'm signing up what can I do so there's fundraising challenges um, uh, that people can do we've got in September we've got one called the Scotties March where we're trying to get as many people together um, to do uh, the Chilton um, the walk in the Chilton yeah. so it's I'm doing the I'm doing you can walk run jog you can do I don't know different distances I'm doing the short one and walking but you know I'm still doing it so so trying to get trying to focus on certain events within the year and just really all going out on them um but we've also got so fear nor is a really interesting one that a lot of the veterans seem to love and get involved in so yeah it's um so fear nor is obviously it's the motto of the second world tank regiment um but actually when we looked at so it's got that connection with Lee and Scotty's but actually it kind of set 
stands alone as another brand. So we run Fear Nought and we run Scotty's. And Fear Nought, mm. all the money from the sales or the, the challenges that we do, 100% profit all comes back into the charity. So it's, it's owned by the charity. But what's great about it is you can really tailor it for the veterans and the you know those real yeah. tough challenges yeah, yeah and we get a lot of people that um see fear nor on you know our social media buy a top and then realize oh i've just donated to like all the profits to a bereavement charity i never yeah. even knew it was for that so you get it works yeah and it's really exciting and as part of that fear nor there's an overwatch program which is um a monthly like a regular giving you know a monthly donation um and with it you're joining the overwatch so the idea is you're, lo you're looking out for their children but from afar mm. um, and with that we kind of bring you into a, a community as well there's a there's like a website and a portal and you get sent um, monthly videos or every other month I think it is um, of behind the scenes stuff so that you can see exactly where your money's going and what's what the Scottish team are doing um, to make your money go as far as it can so yes yeah, there's lots of different yeah so I'd say check out the Scotty's website but also check out the Fear Nought website as well yeah definitely I'll put all the uh, links on the Facebook page and, and in the show sure. notes to, to this as well when this goes out um, but what are your plans for Scotty's Little Soldiers in the future have you, have you got plans to make it bigger have you got plans to do more things um, or, or, or are there just lots and lots of plans and you don't know which one to focus no, on <laughs> no that's something we've worked really hard with like um, no as we've grown you know and the more people have joined the more people on the team you've realised that actually you've got to have a real good plan it's yeah. not masses and masses of pages it's just a one page or double page plan and it just means the team are all going in the same direction and everything's tying up so it yeah. works really well but the the biggest goal for Scott is, is it's interesting because people are like oh you're going to be bigger and bigger and it's like we don't We'll be as big as we need to be, yeah. but we don't. You know, we know we don't need to be huge. If every single um, bereaved British Forces child and young person was receiving the support they should be, then that's job done. That's mm. never going to be like that. But um, the big goal for us is to be supporting a thousand plus children annually by 2030. So um, there, there potentially is going to be loads more. No one actually knows the figure. Mm. Um, so there could be lots more but i think it's that's that's the goal to reach a thousand and be supporting them annually and so the programs won't necessarily grow to be fair like we feel like they're pretty they're they'll change and adapt because we're always reviewing um based on feedback and stuff but it's just reaching more children and doing the support we offer for more children now so yeah can't that's the biggie Brilliant. to find those children brilliant like like i said i'll, I'll include all the other details on in the show notes about people, how people can get in touch with you um, and like i said there's, there's more and more people within our community who are fundraising see i do i do the local park run every every saturday morning with my scottish t-shirt on and <laughs> uh, my qr code on the back of my bergen and, <laughs> and 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 you know somebody somebody always wants to support so that's that's yeah. great uh, Nikki, uh, thanks so much for, for speaking to me today. Um, say this will I know this will be a really popular podcast. So people tend to listen to this podcast when they're out on the run or or doing the workouts and things. So uh, oh. so so they'll they'll do that. And uh, yeah, any any challenges that we can help you with, uh, certainly let me know. Um, but it, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. And I'll say I'll, I'll oh, carry on supporting you. you. I'm, I'm I'm working towards yeah. my big one in a, in a couple of years time. So. Um, I've got to pick up a few, few big challenges that I, that, that I still don't know how I'm <laughs> going to do them, but I'm getting there. Um, but no, th thanks so much. Um, you've done amazing work and say that, that you know, I, I, I really love uh, representing Scotty's Little Soldiers when I'm out there on the runs. And, uh, oh, thank you. We appreciate it. Lovely. Thank you very much, Nikki. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. 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 <laughs>
So that was Nicky um, from Scotty's Little Soldiers. Really, really enjoyed that chat. One, uh, certainly one of my favourite podcasts. And like I say, she just uh, as soon as you speak to Nicky, she just lights up that room. She's got that smile and a voice. Um, and she's done absolutely amazing work with Scotty's Little Soldiers. Uh, you can find Scotty's Little Soldiers on the internet. Just just search for them or go to scottyslittlesoldiers.co.uk. Uh, and via that website, you can either give support or get support if, if if you need that as well. So you can you know you can help them in various number of ways. You can just donate. You can fundraise. You can take part in one of the challenges. Um, you can go to the shop. They've got a great shop. There's some great kit on there, and I've got my Scotty's Little Soldiers T-shirt and hoodie um, from there as well. It is great, and also you can get the Fear Naught apparel from them um, as well. So you can get some really sort of good casual gear from them. And if you're a corporate um, business out there looking to sponsor a, a charity why not find out Scottish Little Soldiers so you can um, you can get on the website you can get all the details there so as we mentioned on the podcast there as well uh, Scotty's March is taking place on the 23rd of September 2023 at, from Henley on Thames out through the Chilterns there you've got till the 5th of August to um, to apply um, to register to go on that um, there is a minimum fundraising target of uh, 200 to 400 pounds um, and there are various different distances out there as well so you can do uh, 10k 25k or 50k and you can walk run tab do whatever you want i'm hoping a few more people are going to join me on that march uh, why not let's get a, a gt or an alicast team together to complete the uh, Scotty's March there on the 23rd of September, um, uh, let's go out. Let's let's just go and tab the uh, tab the the, the 50k. Uh, I'm going to be there, <laughs> so you may as well um, come and join me. Give give me some moral support. Um, right, so like I say, I've got uh, quite a few podcasts to record. I've, I've got back to the stage now where I've pretty much got a waiting list of guests out there as well, which is really really great. Thank you so much if you're a listener and if you're a guest from the past or you're a potential guest for the future um, thanks so much for supporting the podcast i really really do appreciate it and um, over the next couple of weeks as well um, you can take part in the challenges i know there's a few people uh, taking part in the four by four by 48 challenge at the minute uh, lloyd lloyd walton um, is out there as i am recording this um this little sound bite now she, he will be coming to the end i reckon so he was out at four o'clock this morning so he'd have been out at eight so yeah so in an hour's time uh, sorry in probably two hours time he's going to be back out again um so the four by four by 48 is running four miles or tabbing every four hours for 48 hours so you complete 48 miles within that time um, we've also got the 10 by 10 by 10 challenge so that's 10 miles or 10 kilograms doing 10 body weight exercises uh, you know every mile um and you know you, you can you carry 10 10 kilograms on that as well if you if, if, if you so want to do uh, so that is on there I have another challenge coming your way, which is going to be Hell Weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be as bad as it sounds. Um, so I'm going to reveal details of that in the next RV episode. Um, and uh, a few of you can get signed up on that as well. Um, it's going to be as disgusting as it sounds. <laughs> so I can't wait to uh, to get the reveal on that. I'm just looking at the minute at what the um, what the reward is going to be for completing that. Whether it's going to be a patch or it's going to be a t-shirt. So I'm just getting a few designs together, a few ideas, uh, and we'll go from there. Look forward to see, uh, putting out a new podcast so uh, you can you can hear exactly what's going on with our community in the next couple of weeks. But until then, remember always a little further. We stand together.
United as one. Forward on we go. Facing friend and foe. We will know what it is. We have not time for that. If we make mistakes, we are lost.